It's 93.3 KIOA, Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good, 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 good morning. <laughs> there we go. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Super duper, although I'm a little worried about, uh, well, the world. Oh, well, what else is new? So you know how we're getting these foods and drinks infused with the tastes of other foods and other drinks? Like Which yesterday we had the Doritos alcohol. And this is like your least favorite thing? You don't like foods that taste like other foods? I think I found something to top it all. Okay. I don't like clothing to smell like f- other things. Like food? Food or, in this case, Axe Body Spray. Oh. There is this company, it's called Market. I guess they make Ooh. trendy hoodies oh, okay. for the youths. And they are now partnering with the Axe Body Spray people to infuse the smell of Axe Body Spray into hoodies. Oh, all right. All right, you're fine with this? That might be helpful for some people. It could be worse. It could be like the one a few years ago where it was Arby's and they made hoodies that smelled like roast beef. I Don't get me started. It was a thing. It was a real thing. They made roast beef hoodies. I would much prefer Axe Body Spray over roast beef sandwich hoodies. You would? Yeah. Why would you want to walk around smelling like roast beef? At least it smells good. Some Axe Body Spray smells good. Uh, it doesn't all smell the same. There are different varieties. I'm aware of that, but just why? Why not? Why would you want something that you could never get the smell of it out? It would come out eventually. There's no way they can make it permanent. They can't get Axe Body Spray to stay on your skin for longer than like five minutes. Even if you douse yourself in it like a middle school boy. <laughs> Did you have boys that wore, like, too much? Oh, my God, yes. Did, was Axe Body Spray a thing when you were in school? Mm, or was that a little later? I think it was a little later. So this would have been just, maybe? like, regular cologne? Yeah, there like, was some sort of body spray. Uh-huh. That was, Body spray was definitely a thing in the early 90s, mid-90s when I went to high school. Because I remember they were these, you could buy them, oh, what were they called? Because they had them for men and women, and you could buy them at, like, Walmart, and you got this whole set of, like, aerosol cans, and it was body spray. Designer imposter? Something like that, yes. It was definitely (laughs) very much like that. And, yeah, the guys would definitely have that. You'd walk by the locker room, and it just, whew, I didn't have any kind of body spray. I mean, I had cologne in high school, and I, I admit that I... Probably overdid it a bit with the cologne. What's the difference? Aren't they the same thing? It's a spray that you spray on your body that smells. But like with a cologne, usually that wears off a little bit into the day. So it's like, body spray. Yeah, but this is infused into the hoodie. Yeah. It's going to smell like this all day, every day for however long, however many washes it lasts. Yeah, probably not very many washes. Absolutely not. They've not figured out that technology yet, let's be honest. <laughs> Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I said give me two birds. I need two birds. Jeremy, have you ever donated something that turned out to be worth a lot of money? No. I don't have anything worth a lot of money. What are you talking about? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, it turns out there was uh, an organization in Oregon. They're one of those organizations that take at-risk people, give them jobs. It's kind of like a goodwill. Okay. Um, and recently, somebody put a very expensive pair of Air Jordan Nike shoes into the donation bin. Mm. And these weren't like regular Nike shoes. These were custom made by a designer at Nike and they were ordered by the director Spike Lee. He had made oh, wow. a, he had made a film a couple years ago called Black Klansman and it got nominated for an Academy Award. And so to celebrate it, he had four or five pairs of these gold Nike Air Jordan 3s made up. Mm-hmm. And these were not meant to be, you know, out in the public, out in the wild. These were just a gift. These are collector shoes. Exactly, yeah. You put them on a shelf. Pretty much, yeah. You don't even wear them. Mm-hmm. And here they come, tumbling down this donation bin. One of the guys that works there at the the charity recognizes the fact that these are unusual. They're not your usual shoes that we get donated. Mm-hmm. Turns out they got in touch with the guy himself who designed them from Nike, and he authenticated them. Says, yes. Those are real. And in fact, since they've been donated to you guys, you're probably going to make some money off of these. Mm. Turns out these things could be worth anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000. Wow. Now, I have to imagine that the person that donated these shoes had to know that they were valuable. If they even knew they donated them. They could have been in a box somewhere and they just donated the whole box and didn't even think about it. How do you accidentally donate something like that? I'm sure it happens all the time. If you find that out, if you find out that you accidentally donated your shoes, do you go back and ask for them back? Well, and that also brings up the point, if you find them and they've been donated, do you double check with that person that they actually meant to donate them? Unless you don't know who it was. I mean, I mean maybe. It, unless, I mean, Spike Lee probably knows who this person is because they only donated, gave There's them like only four or five people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, check your shoes. Make sure you still have them. Anybody donate clothes in Portland recently? Right. I mean, maybe somebody's wife or husband picked up a box thinking it was supposed to go somewhere and donated it and didn't know they were in there. Yeah. I mean, there's a million different scenarios on how this could go, and you never know who is responsible. The guy who worked for Nike that designed these shoes actually even brought a replacement box for the shoes Mm -hmm. and autographed it so that he knew that when the charity sold the shoes they'd be worth even that much more because now they've got a signed box by the designer themselves because he wants them to go and make as much money off of them as they possibly can yeah now granted i didn't donate these i mean i was selling them for my own personal benefit but i just remember this story reminded me i don't know it was probably five six years ago I went through my closet in my basement, and I have a bunch of baseball and football cards and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I just got the you know wild hair on the back of my head that said, I'm going to sell some of these right, just to see what I can get for them. And so I went through the boxes, found the ones that I thought were the most expensive, took them to the card shop here in town, and I don't know, I probably sold 30 cards for maybe 75 bucks. Yeah. Found out a couple of years later that two of the cards that I had sold were very rare and were worth probably four to five times what I sold them for. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. You can't do anything at that point. You've already sold them. They're already gone. 
I'm willing to bet that within 10 minutes of me selling them, they turned it around and were selling it for five, six times the price. Of course, of in course the case. they were. And I just felt dumb. Yeah. Like I should have known. I just feel like in this case, with it being a charity, you just expect that maybe the thought process would be a little bit different, but maybe not. Maybe they're just like, cool, we got these. These are ours now. We're going to sell them. And it could very well be the easiest explanation, which is just the person didn't just, want them anymore, wanted to help some people and yeah. anonymous, anonymously donate. Good night. Morning. Anonymously donated them. There you go. That's yeah. the words I was trying to say. If you didn't use such big words, it wouldn't come back to bite you. <laughs> and now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. You know that saying, Luke, everything old is new again? Of course. Well, guess what? <laughs> am, I, am I new again? <laughs> well, you're not old yet. You still got a couple days till your birthday. I feel it, man. Uh, Pinterest has released the list of the top trends that they think are going to be huge in 2024. Well, and if there's anybody who is the tastemaker in today's society, it's Pinterest. I mean... I love Pinterest. I use Pinterest probably just about every day. So people still do use Pinterest. Yeah, of course they do. I haven't thought of Pinterest in years. What are you going to do on Pinterest? Are you making vision boards of Disney World trips? I tried to do the whole Pinterest thing. Yeah? Just wasn't my thing. Doesn't doesn't align with anything that I need to do. Well, it's definitely more crafty, recipes, trendy, decorative sort of things. Right. And they have gathered all of this information based on searches this year and have put together what they think are going to be some of the top trends. You are going to hate most of these. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Let's see. Some of the top ones, apparently big hair, big jewelry, and big accessories are making a comeback. So think about maybe in the 70s when you used a whole lot of Aquanet. Oh, geez. Or the big earrings that your mom or your grandma wore. All of that is coming back. Um, This one you're really not going to like. Melty mashups. Things like food combinations that don't necessarily go together or you think go together, such as the cheeseburger taco, which apparently had a 255% jump in searches on Pinterest. So they're thinking maybe this could be the food of 2024. Oh, good. Uh, Ladies, blue eye makeup is back. Blue is the... Color of the year, blue eyeshadow, blue eyeliner, mascara, nail polish, anything blue. Think Y2K and the 60s (laughs) combined. That's going to be a thing. Wow. If you like kitschy kitchenware, that's a a comeback. My mom is going to love that one. Now, you have to help me on this one. Like, What do you mean by kitschy kitchenware? Things like vintage Tupperware or vintage juicers and blenders and all of your accessories looking old again now if somebody can find me that orange pitcher mm-hmm. with the white top that's what we're talking and about. the orange little nub for the button on the top yep i mean i wouldn't hate having that again because that was like a staple of my childhood but now take that and make it your entire aesthetic of your kitchen oh god that's what they're talking about no, thank you um this one i don't quite understand because i don't have children so maybe you can help me out on this Inch stones. Inch stones? Inch stones. So the idea is instead of celebrating milestones, 
in your child's life, you celebrate the inch stones. So, for example, your kid finishes a book that they've been reading for a while. Okay. You throw them a cupcake party. Throw them a cupcake party for reading a book? Uh-huh. Any any of those little things that they do, you celebrate those with gusto. It's called an inch stone, not a milestone. This is that this is that participation ribbon crap that I hate. Oh. I you know what happened when Ben finished his first like when he finished the first Harry Potter book, which is pretty much the first really big book he'd ever mm-hmm. finished. I gave him a hug and a high five and said, Nice job. And then he opened the second book and moved on. Uh-oh. We're not stopping the world and having a cupcake party. Because you read a book. I mean, it's a big deal in their world, isn't it? It. D- this is the problem, is that we're making a big deal out of things that aren't big deals. Are they cool and are they a great accomplishment? Absolutely. But you don't have a cupcake party because <laughs> you finished a book. Good night. How old am I? Right? Exactly. Do I sound curmudgeon or what? Little bit. Don't get Little me wrong. Bit. I believe this. But it just, I'm very get off my lawn right now. You really are. They're saying things like maybe an end of school year party. That could be an idea. Potty training rewards. Obviously, we've yeah, all, you've all yeah, done that. that. Uh, having a party for losing your first tooth. <sighs> things like that. Those seem kind of milestone-y to me. But yeah, you can you, go you a can, little bit smaller. You can mark them and you can mention them. You don't have to throw a big party for it. Just say that it's it's remarkable and then move on. Luke, what you just did was remarkable. We're moving on. Okay, great. (laughs) Done. Lights, camera, vocal cords. It's time for Sound Effects Theater with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. There's nothing stranger than true life, we've learned with Sound Effects Theater. Right. And so that's why we tell you these real stories about dumb criminals. But yeah, we think that makes it a lot more fun to add the sound effects ourselves. Mm. Uh, Jeremy, is that the worst we're going with? <laughs> I love it. I'm I glad think it's fun. you do. It's not so fun for them or me. It's not a lot of fun either for our criminals. And no. would you uh, like to do your story? Sure. All right. If you're flying for the holidays. <laughs> Wow. Uh, give yourself plenty of time to get to the airport. A 27-year-old got picked up by an Uber at a hotel in Austin on Sunday. She was heading to the airport and running late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm running, running late. And apparently she was the white rabbit in <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Her name is Nusha Ufkame. And the driver says she got upset <sighs> when she saw how long it would take to get to the airport and wanted them to drive faster. <sighs> but apparently they wouldn't. So out of nowhere, Nyusha grabbed <laughs> the driver's phone <laughs> and chucked it out the window. Yeet! <laughs> Which you would think would just delay her even more, but she had a plan. When the driver pulled over <sighs> to grab the phone... Nusha hopped in the driver's seat and stole the car. The driver called the cops and airport security stopped her before she boarded her flight. They found the car abandoned in front of a Southwest terminal. Nusha couldn't have been running that late because she still managed to stop at a store inside the airport. 
the white zone is for the immediate loading <laughs> and, and bought more than $120 worth of stuff with the driver's credit card. <laughs> She's facing charges for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Beep, beep. Are they not going to charge her with theft as or, well? Yeah, I mean, theft. she stole the credit card. She stole the Uber. <laughs> Who steals an Uber? And if you've ever been to the Austin airport, it's not that hard to get to. It yeah. doesn't take that long. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. She just needed to steal the credit card, too, I guess. Wow. Weird. People do weird things. Have we mentioned these are dumb criminals? Dumb criminals. All right. Here's my story, Jeremy. Oh okay. Not everyone who wishes you a happy holidays means it. Case in point, 32-year-old Heather Wright walked into a jewelry store in Alabama. Howdy. I don't know. <laughs> Howdy? <laughs> no. I didn't want to do the banjo thing again because I do the banjo thing every southern state we have. So you get a howdy from me today. I mean, if the shoe fits. Uh, Last Wednesday uh, and gave everyone a holiday greeting Mm. and then pepper sprayed them. (laughs) Technically, it was bear spray, (laughs) which is even (laughs) I like the differentiating of them. Well, yeah, Uh, which is even stronger. It happened at a place called Jeff Dennis Jewelers Jewelers near Birmingham. She was there to rob them, them, but it didn't quite work out how she planned it. She walked in (laughs) wearing a hoodie and a mask and said, Happy holidays. I don't want to hurt y'all, but I am. And then she started bear spraying (laughs) the employees. (laughs) That was a very friendly sounding criminal, by the way. It's Alabama. They say y'all. They say y'all all all the time. Thankfully, they're all okay, but Heather isn't. The Mm. owner was there. Pulled a gun pew, pew. and shot her in the shoulder. Ow! Heather said. Or Heather yelled. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Alabama. <laughs> Dropped her purse uh, and ran off. Uh, the police woo, woo, woo. tracked her down at home a few hours later and took her to a hospital. Beep 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 beep. She won't be beep, having beep. a happy holiday because she'll be in jail. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were going to say, I don't want your life. No, that's not what we're doing. Um, I have a question about yes. this story. She brought her purse with her into the robbery? How else is she going to carry in that bear spray? <laughs> <laughs> Pockets? Do you know how big bear spray is? It's not like <laughs> a little keychain thing. I don't, I don't know. Is it a large canister? Usually it's a little bit bigger. Oh, my gosh. It's not a cute little pink keychain with a fuzzy bowl on it. <laughs> it's not like they have crack security at the door. They're going to stop her if they see her coming in with bear spray. The dude pulled a gun. Of course they have security <laughs> at the door. Yeah, the manager. What are you talking about? That is our sound effects theater this morning. Happy holidays, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy. It's KIOA. <laughs> Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, I was just looking at the calendar, and I'm figuring it's going to be right around now when people start thinking about New Year's resolutions. Mm. They're going to start thinking about all of the things that they did and didn't accomplish in this year. Yeah. And I will say that I don't go so far as to make resolutions, but I do tell myself that I want to try new things, do new things each year. And there are some things that never make that list. And I'm going to guarantee you, I don't care. Okay. And I'm okay with it. For instance, and I know this is going to be kind of an extreme example, but nonetheless, it's an example. Bungee jumping. 
Oh, yeah. I don't even know if bungee jumping is is necessarily the rage anymore. I don't really you don't hear much about it. Not so much. Much anymore. They don't have like those roadside places that pop up where you can come and pay 25 bucks and go bungee jumping. Did I ever tell you my story about why I will never bungee jump? Is it cuz you're too tall? <laughs> no, but thanks for that. <laughs> No, I was with my grandmother in Wisconsin one summer, and we went to, like, the Wisconsin Dells or something, and one of those pop-up things was on the side of the road. Uh And I just remember we drove by. It was like a bus tour, right? It was a bunch of people from her church, and we all went to the Wisconsin Dells. Sure. And we're all driving down the road, and we look up, and we see this guy jump off of the bungee, and he goes down, and as he comes back up, everyone on the bus goes, (gasps) The cord had wrapped around his neck and his body oh as he had goodness. gone back up, and it killed him. Oh, my gosh. Never, ever will I bungee jump. Ever. Ever. I was just thinking about the <laughs> stories of people that wet their pants or... Yeah, no. This one, the way he bounced back up, it, like, wrapped around him. Oh, yeah, no. Dangerous, awful. scary. I don't want to ever that's do that. That's awful. Don't ever, ever. No, 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 no. Is there ever something, though, that you've... You, you've never tried this whatsoever, and you don't care. You're never going to try it, other than bungee jumping. <laughs> other than bungee jumping. Um, I'm sure there is, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like, I've never, go- like, done a play. Like, I was never in the school play. Yeah. I've never, like, gotten on stage to act. Uh, I'm good. I don't ever need to do that. Yeah. Some people, you know, especially now when we were talking about nativities and school plays and church things, I never did any of that. I had well, no desire. And you have also made mention this is sort of somewhat similar to that, where you said that when you came to Des Moines, you've been on TV more in Des Moines. That's true. Than anywhere else. Yeah. And that's definitely not your thing no. for TV. No. I'm in radio for a reason, people. <laughs> so you, you don't want to be on TV? You don't want to get up on stage and do any kind of acting? No, I could have been just fine having never been on TV. Love you, Megan Ruther. Love you, Hello, Iowa. But uh, surely you can find better guests than me. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly don't want to just have me. I'm just saying. But uh, yeah, that was never like a thing I needed to do. Sure. No, I get that. 515-244-4933. As we get here to the end of the year, what is something that you have never tried and you don't have any regrets about it? Mm. You don't, you, you find yourself, you know what? I never did this and I am fine with it. I'm good. I'm happy, content, no regrets. I never wrestled a bear and I'm okay. <laughs> what a weird example. <laughs> have you met me? I'm a weird person. I've never tried to mount an elk and ride it like a stallion. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> I can find that elk that's been hanging right. out in town lately. Right? Yeah. Go jump on that one and see what happens. Still time. <laughs> Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. You get to the end of the year and you start thinking about the things that you didn't do in the year that's almost over and the things you want to do in mm-hmm. the year that's about to start. But some of those things that you didn't do, you just think to yourself, I have no regrets. Right. I'm fine having never done that. And whenever I think about that, I think, congratulations, Luke. You made it another year without bungee jumping. (laughs) (laughs) Although, again, I'm not certain if bungee jumping is like as big of a thing as it used to be. I don't think it is. I've done some of the, you know, bungee jumping adjacent type stuff. Just never done the actual bungee jump. Yeah. And I'm fine never doing it. And yeah, I don't I'm good. 
I, I'm, no, I don't need to. 515-244-4933. What is something you've never tried and yet you've got no regrets about it? Uh, let's start over on the south side of town with Joyce. I have never parachuted and I never will. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you have no nope. desire to just jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Right. <laughs> You hear of too many times, you know, parachute gets tangled, the reserve doesn't work. No, no thank you. My aunt actually used to parachute, and she did like a couple of jumps that we went to watch her do. And I really wanted Uh to do it. And I will say, even though I have no desire to bungee jump, I would actually still do a skydive. I would say that would probably be that thing that I'm going to put on my list. When I turn 99, I'll be the little old lady that jumps out of a plane. Sure. Well, you'd have a lot of skin flapping then, I'm sure. You know? (laughs) It just makes the landing a little bit better because it'll just hold me up like a parachute. Maybe it smooths out the wrinkles. Who knows? Maybe. I can see the headlines now. 99-year-old giant skydives for first time. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually seen an article like that, I think. so. (laughs) I didn't do it. That's very funny. Thank you very much for the call today, Joyce. Let's go to Clive and talk to Randy. You got something that you've never tried and you've got no regrets? Yep. I will never, ever try to eat Rocky Mountain oysters. There's nothing you can do to make me even think about it. No, thank you. Oh, they're not that bad, guys. Come uh, on now. No, no. Uh, 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 uh. They're not you, that nope. bad. I cannot get over knowing full well what's going on in there. They're juicy yep. and lovely and they're great. <laughs> You can't bribe me. You can't force me with a gun. It just isn't going to happen. My dad fries a mean Rocky Mountain oyster. I'm just saying. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad some people do like it, but nah, <laughs> that's not my thing. I don't care if it's covered in Cool Whip, <laughs> covered in pumpkin pie, and then covered in more Cool Whip. What? I'm not eating it. Yep. What are you there talking you about? I love pumpkin pie and Cool Whip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just isn't going to go past my tongue, uh-uh, or my lips. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely not. Thank you very much for the call, Randy. Uh, most people, as far as Facebook is concerned, pretty much doing the usuals: bungee jumping, mm-hmm. skydiving, hard drugs. <laughs> what? <laughs> some people said. Some people said meth. Some people said crack. <laughs> no <Wow>. regrets. <laughs> hey. I need to rethink the people that listen to this show. (laughs) Because, wow. It's Luke and Jeremy. It's 93.3 KIOA. Hey, we love all of you. We do. All of you and your faults. I don't know if I want to party with you, (laughs) but love love you. (laughs) Love you, love your show. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, I'm chalking this up to dumb science. Oh, okay. Because this is another one of those scientific research studies that has come out of a university that we're going to hear about and then never think about again. This one comes out of the University of Michigan, who should stick to football. Okay. They've uh, looked at the health records of over 275,000 people and found that some parents are 5 to 10% more likely to live to the ripe old age of 76. Oh, wow. More so than people who don't have kids. Hmm. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, they can live to 76, which is... Only if they have kids versus parents who do or 
people who do not have kids. So the those of us who do not have kids, we're going to live longer? No. How does that math math? Because I, I would think you would be stressed out if you had a kid. Here's Here's the even weirder part, is that the people who have kids who are living longer, specifically to the at least the age of 76, have two kids. Whoa! Now, it's not like the more kids you have, the longer you live. Apparently, there's a drop-off on both sides of that number. But two, two? is the optimal amount. Do you have to have two? Yeah. I don't even have one. They don't know why two is the magic number. I had been taught by Schoolhouse Rock that three, three. is the magic number. Right, exactly. Uh, but the guy who led the study says it might strike a balance between having a good amount of social interactions and not having too much economic burden. Tell me how two kids is cheaper than one kid. <laughs> right, exactly. Because in that case, that is where the math doesn't math. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, if you have just one kid or more than two kids, you don't live as long, which, again, I don't get. Or no kids. If you have no kids, you don't live as long either. This is why it's dumb science. I don't understand this concept at all. Yeah, because I would think if you had no kids, you wouldn't be nearly as stressed out all the time. So I should live forever. I think that the amount of kids you have has no bearing on how long you live. Oh. How about that? No. Of course it does. Stress levels are probably through the roof. You've got that whole like six-month period where you don't sleep. That's got to take a few years off your life. You're telling me that people that don't have kids don't have stress? No, they definitely do, but different kinds. You're not trying to keep a human alive. You're just trying to keep yourself alive. That is stressful in itself. I was going to say, that can be just as stressful, if not more. Yes, I understand that. However. I feel like you're way more stressed than I am, and I have one kid. Yeah, but your kid just hangs out with your wife all the time. You go do things by yourself. That is true. I do get that benefit. You take the solo vacations and just leave him at home. (laughs) No, don't make this make me sound bad. (laughs) I'm just stating facts. (laughs) It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. One of the best things about uh, Jeremy being here in Des Moines now for almost two years. Oh, wow. This is weird. You became a compliment. I know, right? Okay. Very rare that I compliment you. But one of the first things you did is you instantly became a huge Des Moines Buccaneers fan. Yes, I did. we appreciate, yes. The first thing I did when I got here. And it only took us two years to get players from the Des Moines Buccaneers in studio. Yeah. But they're here for a good reason, Jeremy. And you're welcome, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They got a big game, a a couple of games actually this weekend. Uh, It is the big holiday weekend for the Des Moines Buccaneers. It's presented by Broadlawn Medical Center. They've got two games, very, very important games, by the way. I want to welcome Owen, Aiden, and Braden into the studio. Hi, guys. Thank you for having us. Of course. Thanks for being here. <laughs> thanks for getting up early. Do you normally get up this early? Uh, no. No, I didn't think so. I didn't think when so. When do you guys usually have to be like either at practice or when you have to get to the arena for uh, like on a game day? Uh, well, on a normal day, we are, uh, we're in the gym about 9 a.m. And then from there, right to the rink, skating. And then after that, have some sort of community service or team activity that we do. But game day is about 4 o'clock. Games are at 7. So get there, get ready. So, sounds like our day. Yeah, you know, not too bad. Just much. evening. We yeah, do yeah. a little earlier. Just shift the hours yeah. a little bit, and that's pretty it's much true. us. It's this true. is kind of our gym, if you will. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we look just like these guys. Uh-huh. Now, uh, are you guys all from, from other places out of town? Nobody here from like the Des Moines area? Yeah, no. not us, no. no. All right, so go, let's go down the line. Where are you guys all from? Uh, I'm Aiden Van Roy, and I'm from Dakota, South South Dakota, just right outside Sioux City, Iowa. Right on. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, I'm Braden Ford. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm uh, Owen West. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Very mm. nice. So how have you guys enjoyed your time thus far uh, playing here in Des Moines? Uh, I mean, it's been great. This is all of our second year here now, so... Um, you know, we're those seasoned older guys showing those little kids <laughs> the ropes. So, um, love it. It's great, though. We love it. It's a great environment. One of the best cities you can play in for junior hockey, for sure. We really do have a crazy, passionate fan base. I yeah. mean, Jeremy, you can speak to that. Oh, definitely. I had never been to a hockey game ever in my life before I moved here. And we went to a Bucks game and immediately fell in love with it. So much so that I now come to games all the time and make you guys say weird things sometimes on a microphone. <laughs> so, you know, it's fun. It's a good time. And it's always been just one of my favorite things. Uh, one of the really cool uh, traditions that they have at the Des Moines Buccaneers games is the annual teddy bear toss, and I know you guys are doing that on Friday night, uh, the same night that you welcome Sioux City into mm-hmm. town. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what uh, people can expect that night? Yeah, so the teddy bear toss nights are usually super exciting. Uh, we got our specialty jerseys, our Christmas jerseys, so um, when we get that first goal against Sioux City, the ice gets flooded with teddy bears, and then we collect those up and donate them, donate them to Broadlands Medical Center. Now, have you guys released the jersey yet? We haven't seen what the holiday jersey is going to look like. I don't think we've released it yet, no. Can you give us any sort of hints? Santa Claus. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Like Last year it, it was Nutcrackers, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Town. Santa's coming to town. <laughs> yeah, he is. I, now, I, I know it. that the, the jersey's usually get auctioned off, and, you know, obviously uh, proceeds going to a great cause, but has there been times when you guys have worn a specialty jersey at a game, and it doesn't necessarily be the holiday jersey, but a specialty jersey, and you just think to yourself, I kind of want to hang on to this. Like, this is kind of a dope jersey. Like, I mean, have you thought about that for any of them? Yeah, definitely. That's where I try to get my dad up in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Grab it for me. So, uh, yeah, but they're they're pretty cool. It's something awesome we get to do is get those specialty jerseys. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Those That's blackout great. jerseys you guys just had were yes. awesome. Yeah, those are really. Those cool. were so good. Yeah, but the big night. Yes, we definitely want to see you out both nights yes. at uh, Buccaneer Arena. Of, of course, we want to see you on Friday. So, bring your teddy bears. Bring your holiday spirit. Bring your checkbook. Yes, please. Because you're going to want to throw bears onto the ice and then wear the jerseys on the way out. Yeah, make a weekend of it. It's a perfect weekend. Absolutely. Uh, Owen, Aiden, and Braden from the Des Moines Buccaneers, thank you so much for coming in today, and uh, good luck this weekend. Thank you for having us.